Hi, I'm Daniel Lenzian, host of Western New York Soundstage from Buffalo Rising and Local Matters Studios. Western New York Soundstage is a podcast that looks to explore Western New York's creative economy through a series of conversations with artists, musicians, producers, directors, and authors from Western New York and beyond. On today's episode, I speak with Ida Ciolin and Quentin Lorenco Aubrey, cast members of Disney on Ice, Find Your Hero. Disney on Ice is a touring spectacular that combines figure skating, storytelling, athleticism, and Disney characters for an unforgettable night of family entertainment. In Find Your Hero, audiences will discover what it truly means to be a hero as Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, and friends from around the Disney kingdom come together to take families on a journey through timeless tales. Disney on Ice Find Your Hero skates into Buffalo January 25th through the 28th, 2024 at KeyBank Center. Tickets are available at the box office and at Ticketmaster.com. In this episode, Ida and Quentin discuss their early life as skaters, the audition process for Disney on Ice, what a day in the life of a professional skater is like, and some advice from Ida's mother that continues to inspire their performances to this day. Quentin and Ida, thank you so much for chatting with us this morning. How are you? Uh, we're good. Yeah, we're having a nice time. We're in New York right now in the New York area. Fantastic. Um, where? So you said you were from France and Sweden. My goodness, that's such a huge way to travel. Um, what was that like sort of growing up and skating, uh, in those places? Um, well, I mean, from Sweden, like you would think we're a very big, like skating country. We're actually not, but, um, I grew up skating, uh, cause I love Disney on ice and, um, that's why I started skating when I was little and, um, yeah, we did a lot of competitions and stuff like that. And then I went to Disney on ice. And for me, well, uh, it was very different i had a very uh competitive um uh learning phase of figure skating so um, i did a lot of competition i did some international competition yeah. i was in a french national team yeah you competed on very high level in france yeah back yeah. in the day <laughs> back in the days and then things happening when i turned 18 i just was not able to keep going competing so i was just like what natural thing to do is just to go towards doing shows, which I really loved doing at the time. Even on small shows, I was very, you know, at war and yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, I'm interested, is the process, were you scouted by Disney on Ice or did you have to audition? What was that process like? So you audition, um, I mean, you. I guess you can be scouted, but um, like, as, as I said, I started skating because I wanted to be in Disney. So as soon as I got old enough, um, I made a video and then they asked me to um, come for an audition, a live audition. So I did that. And then it was a long waiting time. And then um, uh, I got the call that I got the job and um, here I am <laughs> six years later. My goodness. Yeah, for me, it was pretty much the same. Like uh, uh, I sent a video, like I heard about the, the whole industry of shows. And then I was like, oh, this looks cool. So I sent a resume video of all the tricks I could do, um, try to put some acting and, and stuff in, in the video. And uh, I got an email back to go do an audition in one of the shows that was passing by in France. And uh, yeah, that's how I got, uh, I got hired. 
Wow. Um, well, how incredible that you as a child, uh, Ida, saw Disney on ice and said, that is what I want to do. And incredible that you are working for it now. I'd love to ask, maybe it is that or maybe there's another one for the both of you, because we are talking about Disney. What is your favorite Disney film or sort of Disney experience? Oh, well, we might be a little bit biased because um, uh, these are the roles we portray. Um, but I've always, always been such a fan of Tangled and Rapunzel's story. Um, I don't know, ever since that movie came out, that was always my favorite. And I just love Rapunzel so much. And yeah, so it's a dream to be able to portray her. It's absolutely my dream role. <laughs> yeah, same for me. Yeah, Finn Rider is one of my favorite ones. Great. Um, when you were a child, right, was it actually sort of seeing the show that said, I have to skate or what really inspired you to start skating? Yeah, it's it's funny. It was really it was really that like I remember um, I was four years old and I went to um, the local arena like in my city. And um, uh, yeah, my mom took me to see Disney on Ice. And I remember it was like their big jungle show they had then. So it had like Tarzan and like Lion King and stuff like that and I was just mesmerized I loved it so much and I said to my mom this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna do that and she's like well then you better start skating so I started skating the year after <laughs> yeah for me it's a bit different um it was a school trip our uh, our school when I was a uh, six or seven uh used to go to uh once a month go to the ice rink and uh, someone over there saw me skating and was like, did he ever skate before? And that was my first time. Apparently, I was very natural. I didn't need any help. I was just gliding around like super easily. So I pretty much got scouted by my local club and they uh, pushed me to uh, um, to register and uh, start skating in a club. So that's how I started. Yeah, so you were a natural right from the start. Yeah. <laughs> were you a natural, Ida? No, like, I think I had some sort of talent for it. Like, especially when you're a kid, like... um it is very hard to like get forward like fast. So you I, you think somehow you have to have some sort of natural talent for it to be able to like stick it out because it is really like, it's really hard. Like it is really hard to skate. <laughs> but it's easier when you're a kid because kids are fearless. Let's just be sure. honest. When we go on the ice when we're kids, uh, we're not afraid to fall. No. But when you see adults going and starting, we, we, we know we can break a bone. So it's just, it's a different mentality there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, on that kind of note, skating can be, I'm sure, well, I know it can't be, it's skating is very difficult. Um, and I'm sure that there have been some setbacks just sort of learning to skate or, you know, in any kind of professional career. What have you learned from the setbacks that you've encountered? I mean, it is very, like, as, as we said, it is a hard sport and there's definitely things you're going to be like better at and like you're going to have a trickier time to learn, like certain jumps, you might not have all the technique to like get there or for us certain lifts like can be really hard um but it's also important to just know to like never stop working like and also just because something is not working one day like one of our tricks might not feel good one day or work good one day that doesn't mean that that's forever like you can just okay one trick did not happen today we'll move on to the next one and we'll work through it that pretty much sums it up <laughs> Great. Um, what is a typical day in the life of a touring skater? Um, so like we usually count our like we count our um, days in like weeks and stuff because we do a, a, a city per week. So we usually have like Monday and Tuesday 
um, maybe Wednesday off and then we usually open on a Thursday and on a Thursday then we'll of course like we'll come in and we'll uh, skate we'll warm up our tricks and stuff things we have to do in the show we'll have a little class like an edge class a skating class all of us together and then of course all the like specialty acts like we have in the show like we have stilts in the show and we have a Spanish web routine that Little Mermaid does in the show so we have to warm up those things as well um and yeah we have some little meetings and we get our makeup done and then it's showtime we need to get all the costumes ready first oh true too. yeah yeah we have to get all of our costumes unpacked and because we pack them between every city and we get them unpacked and uh, make sure that they're in their good condition like all the wigs are set up and yeah it's showtime do you are you doubled at all so meaning like if you do the matinee do you still do the evening so you're in all sort of the whole weekend because it's a really packed weekend of shows i was looking when you're coming to buffalo it's like a thursday through a sunday but it's like four or six shows in that kind of amount of time are you on every show or do you have sort of someone that does the evening and you do the matinee um how does that work uh well we do all the shows yeah. uh, we do and i mean a normal show week for us i would say is seven shows yeah wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's we so are. physically demanding. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, it's very important to like stay healthy and like um, stay like fit and exercise and like make sure you, and your body keeps up with it and like you stay whole and you. A good warm up. Yes. A really good warm up. Always <laughs> yeah. warm up. That's something that we learn yeah. also uh, young when we learn to skate. It's just, mm -hmm. it's very important to warm up, otherwise, you get injured yeah. easily if you don't. Yeah. We also have an athletic trainer that travels with us. So, if we have any problems or stuff like um, she will be there and help us out and take care of our muscles and injuries and things to yeah, keep us working and keep us safe. What has surprised you most about touring? I mean, very like seeing so many different like cultures and countries and stuff like there's places that I never, ever thought I would travel to. And the point that I've been able to do that so young in my life is crazy. And there's definitely places that like really amaze us and like, yeah, really cool places to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been traveling for so long that I've seen a lot of things now, so many different cultures and way of thinking. And you don't think things like this of the world, but yeah, we're very, the Western mentality, it's very different than some other places that we go to and you learn a lot. It opens yeah. your mind for sure. Yeah, it's very cool also to like be able nowadays to say if you meet a friend at home or any family and they say, oh, I would really like to go there. You can say, well, I've been there and I've been here and I've been there like, oh, I've been there, too. Um, It's kind of it's really cool to be able to like have those memories from everywhere around the world. Fantastic. What either in this show or in a previous show are you most artistically proud of? Oh, well, like, of course, I'm very proud of, like, our our pair number we do together. Yes. It's been, like, um we've been in this role for a couple of years now. And as you said, like, um, you can always get better. Like, my mom has this saying that she tells me that whoever stops getting better stops being good. And we definitely live by that to, like, always push ourselves to get better and become greater. And, like, when we first started doing our our pair routine as Rapunzel and Flynn like that we've done now for three years um it definitely did not look the way it does now and we've put out more new skills we've learned new things and we've also started skating more like one person 
And I am very proud of our number. I am very proud. And the audience have great reaction to it. There's a few tricks in there that they go, oh, every time. And yeah. we, do yeah. have, uh, we do have some wow factor. Yeah. And I, I, I'm really proud of it. And I, I love the audience reaction of it. And we also have like the lanterns um, tangled coming up in, in our number. And it's really, it's a really special time. Yeah. Has there ever been, if you could share with us, and if the answer is no, that's totally fine, kind of a crazy onstage accident or mishap or something sort of silly or funny that you've had to deal with that you could tell us about? Yes. Um, kids running on the ice. <laughs> that has happened. <laughs> that has happened a few times. We've also had um, a kid through um, toys or um, one show, it was an orange on the ice. So we had to like go and pick up an orange. Which was kind of funny. Yeah, that was um, funny. But yeah, there was a there was a time it wasn't happening to to us. But um, during Let It Go, like of course Elsa is like the biggest, like everyone's biggest. They're fan of her. Yeah. Um she's so cool, and um, the kids love her so much. So I think the kid just really wanted to go up to Elsa when she was skating. So um, and during Elsa's number, there's a lot of pyro techniques and fireworks and stuff because she has her magical powers. The pyro could not go off the firework could not go off and we were like why is the firework not happening no because a kid had run up on the ice because they really wanted to see elsa oh that's so sweet do you, do you have to just bring that hopefully in buffalo they will not be running to the ice please parents do not let your children run to the ice but what happens when they do that do you have to take them back to their seat do you sort of push them back does someone take them or help them or does a parent bring them back what happens I mean, we are very fast at like dealing with a problem like this. And of course, like um, there are security guards around the ice that will help for everyone's mm -hmm. safety. Um, and yeah, the performers were good at adapting. We're trained to be able to adapt to quick scenarios like that. So yeah, usually we yeah. guide them. It doesn't happen very often. Like this is yeah. why we talk about it now because it's it's an odd thing. It's an odd thing, yeah. Yeah, we, we just grab them yeah. and then I can bring them to the, back yeah. to the parents, guide them to the right direction yeah. of the ice. <laughs> If someone wanted to work with Disney or if somebody wanted to work with Disney on ice, if there was a little sort of version of either of you listening to this podcast, what advice might you offer them? Oh, well, to always keep working to like, as I said, to always better yourself. There's always little things that you can like push to get better or like work to like be like do something prettier on the ice or a new trick you can do, like always keep working and and try to portray to, to be um, to act. Try to learn how to yeah. act is very important because the audience is very far away sometimes and very good to learn to, to act big so yeah. the whole audience can see what you're doing out there on the ice. Yeah, because of to course not be we're, shy. We're, we're mainly skaters, but also we're, we're actors now at this point too, portraying characters and roles like that are so loved by people. So yeah, to learn also like how to act and really portray out to an audience. like, um, And yeah, just... Don't give up on yourself, work your hardest. And always, I will always say, be a good person. Always like, be a nice person can take you far in life. You you should always be nice. Thank you. Um, my final question, I think is an important one. Disney on Ice is coming to Buffalo and we'll have all of the um, uh, information kind of on the podcast and in the article that's coming out. Uh, but why do people, if someone was on the fence and thought, mm, maybe I don't want to see Disney on ice or maybe not this year, why is this the year that they have to see Disney on ice? Oh, this is a great year to come. Like our show is great. It's something for everyone. We have some of the older characters, like some of the older um, classics, like Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast. 
And then we have some of the newer ones like Moana, everyone's favorite Frozen and the newest one Encanto. And Encanto is really fun now that we have because it's very colorful and vibrant and you get to see so many of the characters from there. Um, so that's a very special experience. And then, of course, as I said earlier, we have so many specialty acts like we have stilts in the show. And as I said, we had Little Mermaid doing a Spanish web routine like 30 feet above the ice. Um, it's really special. And then, of course, everything is led by everyone's favorite fabs, Mickey and Minnie. Fantastic. Quentin, anything to add? Oh, no, everything she said was just like spot on. And this is exactly why people should come see the show. Yeah, it's something for all ages, like yeah. kids, adults, grandma, grandpa, bring bring everyone. It's it's something for everyone. Fantastic. Well, those are my questions, but I always like to end an interview by asking, is there anything that you feel was left unsaid or anything that you would like to add or share with the listeners of Buffalo about coming to our city? I am very excited to go to Buffalo. We played there once before. Yeah, yeah I don't actually. I can't so, wait to visit the, the city. It's been very nice again. So I'm excited to go back there to Buffalo. And there was a good crowd there last time. So I'm very ready to have a good crowd come back this time. And yeah, we can't wait to see you all. Fantastic. Well, we can't wait to see you too. Thank you so much. It was fantastic to talk to Ida and Quinton. And I have written down, whoever stops getting better stops being good. I hope that inspired you as much as it did me. If you would like to see them perform in Disney on Ice at KeyBank Center in Buffalo, January 25th through the 28th, tickets can be purchased at the box office or at Ticketmaster.com. This episode was produced by Jessica Marinelli. Addison Schoonmacher engineered this episode. In addition to this podcast, you can check out our local event guides posted bi-monthly on buffalorising.com. Make sure you subscribe to the show. If you like this show, please recommend it to a friend. Thanks for listening to Western New York Soundstage from Buffalo Rising and Local Matters Studios.